Hi, and welcome to the Let Me Fix My Crown podcast. I'm your host, Regina Sanders, founder and CEO of Queen's Mentality Empowerment Culture for Black Women. Let Me Fix My Crown is for the millennial black woman who struggles with moving past her past, changing her story, and upgrading her mentality. In each episode, I will share with you, yes you queen, my expert advice and personal experience on how to turn your struggles into your strengths and your pain into your passion. So come join the queendom, reclaim your power, change your story, and upgrade your mentality. Because if I can do it, you can too, queen. Now let's get started. Hey queens, hey, and welcome to another episode of the Let Me Fix My Crown podcast. My name is Regina Sanders. For those who don't know me, I'm the founder and CEO of Queens Mentality Empowerment Culture for Black Women, and I'm also your host here on the Let Me Fix My Crown podcast. Thank you for joining me for another episode. This is episode number two. Yay, we made it to episode number two. So today, the topic of discussion is going to be mental health and wellness. Um, This is one of the elements that I spoke about in a previous episode. I believe it was episode one, um, the five elements of your crown. So if you haven't listened to that episode as of yet, go back and listen to that episode. It's episode one. But just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about, there are five elements of your crown that align you and make you whole. And these elements are your mental wellness your emotional wellness, your physical wellness, your spiritual wellness, and your financial wellness. And all of these well, um, these elements combined create your crown. If any one of these elements are out of whack, you are out of whack. <laughs> so let's jump into our topic, mental wellness. Okay. So for those who don't know what mental health and wellness is, I'm going to give you a a simple definition of it. And the meaning of mental health is the emotional, psychological, and social well-being of an individual. Your mental health is affected by the way you think, how you feel, and act. It also determines how an individual copes with stress, overcomes challenges, builds relationships, and recovers from life setbacks and hardships, right? Seems simple enough, right? But it's not. Mental health and wellness is always or sometimes mistaken for mental illness. So some people use mental health interchangeably with mental illness, which it is not. Mental health is the prevention or the steps you take so that you don't develop a mental illness. It's it's preventative measures, basically, that you take so that you don't develop a mental illness. Um, And so um, that is the common misconception. When you hear the word mental health, I know a lot of us all automatically we think mental health, mental illness is all the same thing, but it's not. And so I'm here to just clear up a few, you know, misconceptions and help us get back on course. (laughs) Um, And so, like I said, and so a lot of times as women, we are going 90 to 100 miles per hour in our day to day life. And we never stop and think about how 
taking on too much is affecting us mentally. We allow ourselves to get burned out, overwhelmed, stressed, overworked, and we don't take time to step back, rest, or relax, or take a break. We just keep going, going, going. And what's that, what's that doing to us is it's mentally breaking us down. It's breaking us down mentally and it's, you know, creating unwanted emotions and stress. So I'm going to give you um, five key points to improve your mental health. And then I'm going to touch on why it's important to improve your health, um, your mental health and wellness. Like I said before, as a woman, sometimes we don't realize that we have so much stuff on our plate and we constantly keep going. And as we keep going, we're letting other things slip right from under us. And we're just going, going, going. We don't stop. I can recall me going three weeks without having a day off. That is not healthy mentally. Your eating habits are affected. Your sleeping habits become affected. Your emotions, your mood, your personality starts to change. Possibly your hygiene because you can't be doing everything that you're supposed to be doing if you're working constantly and taking care of everybody else. The problem with taking on too much is we forget about ourselves as women. So here's some key points to help you stay on track with your mental wellness. The first one is social connection. I know that sounds so simple. Social connection. Okay, I could just hit my girl up on the phone, call her up. Hey, what's up? No. People need people. And what's the first thing that happens when we get stressed out? We isolate ourselves from everybody else. So instead of isolating yourself, spend some time with your friends and family. Go to an event, start a conversation. But hey, listen, we in the times of COVID-19. So nobody's going to no events. Nobody's trying to be in nobody's face. And I get that. Zoom call. That's the new, that's the new norm right now. Zoom. But make it so that you are getting some type of social social interaction with the people that you love and you care about and you're expressing yourself. You're expressing that, hey, you know, I, work, I had a long day at work and guess what? I am exhausted. I am overworked. Talk to them. Start a conversation. And hey, ask them how they're doing. Check on your friends. Check on your sister. Check on your mother. They be... They may be mentally and emotionally um, burnt out. Go over there and check on them. Do yourself a favor sometimes. Turn off your TV. Turn off your phone. Log off of all your social media accounts and just have some time of stillness and quietness. This helps quiet the mind and everything around it. It is so, 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 so important to practice stillness you have to as a woman because if you quiet your mind then you will gain clarity and we sometimes we all the time i'm talking about sometimes we we we're, we all the time we have noise there's nothing but noise we have to we have to cut we have to take a day to ourselves and just be quiet and still 
try it. Let me know how it works. Go shopping at the mall instead of online. Now, when I wrote this tip, I was thinking, hey, yeah, we're going to go outside. But as I'm thinking about this, um, I think in New York we are approaching phase four, but I don't think I will be going to no malls anytime soon. However, <laughs> you can go and walk around in the areas. Make sure you have your mask on because let me just remind everybody as I'm recording this, we are still in the times of COVID-19 and we still have to protect ourselves physically and medically. So make sure that you have your mask on and your hand sanitizer and that you are protecting yourself and your family. But try not to overdo the online shopping. I myself sometimes find myself lost on sites like Shein, uh, what's the other one? Savage Fenty, that's my favorite website. Um, Ulta, H&M, The Gap, Macy's. I find myself spending hours just online shopping. Amazon, hands down, I can spend money on Amazon. Um, but instead of that, that takes away from the, in, the experience of shopping and you're impulsive you, and, and just because it's, a, it's, it's, it's instant gratification, you just click the button and it's there, it's at your door. So take the time to go in and shop. Maybe not now, but somewhere is down the line. Okay guys. Um, and if you go out shopping, hey, make it a girl's day. Invite your girls out. Hey, let's go hang out. Get mani petties, you know? Or, listen, get mani petties, grab some wine, chit chat at the bar. And guess what? By the end of the day, you're going to be so relaxed and happy that you took the time out to incorporate social connection into your day. Social connection is important. And it helps to reduce stress, anxiety, and depression. So, ladies, go get connected. The second key point that I have to improve your mental health and wellness is staying active. Another thing that is like second nature to us, but we never take the time to really think about what staying active is. Staying active is not all about going to the gym. I know we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to hit up the gym, especially around New Year's time, uh, New Year's resolution. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to lose 30 pounds. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. You haven't even prepped yourself for going to the gym four to five times a week. You have not yet. Instead, of making it a because once you do that you make it a punishment you make it a chore and it doesn't feel as good so take a step back right and take a 10 minute walk that's staying active take a 10 minute walk in your community if you have a park um, in your area take a 10 minute walk in the park you know how about you do a 15 minute uh, at home workout versus going to the gym. That's a way of prepping yourself to build up your stamina so that you can go to the gym five times a week, okay? Don't make the commitment if you haven't um, prepped yourself for it. Um, instead of taking the elevator, walk up the steps once or twice a week. Hey, what's the harm in that, right? I live on the 12th floor and I live in New York City. 
And sometimes I'm going to say I will walk up the steps, but not 12 flights, maybe five. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Transparency is important. <laughs> I will walk up five flights and I will take the elevator up the rest of the flights. And I will do that once or twice. And if the elevator is broken, guess what? I have to walk up and down the stairs and I try not to leave my house <laughs> when the elevator is broken. Um, and I say that all to say, you can get, you can stay active doing little things like stretching, you know, taking deep breaths, you know, dancing in the living room, you know, move your muscles, loosen up, you know, try not to make staying active a, a thing that's punishing. A lot of people, you know, we get so wrapped up in seeing people hit the gym and their nice bodies but get okay queen so i got briefly interrupted but i'm back so i stopped at taking a stretch before you go to bed and when you wake up in the morning um and these are some simple ways for you to stay active um throughout your day and also throughout your week um, and it lessens the stress of, you know, it lessens the stress in you feeling like you're not staying active or you're not getting enough activity throughout the day. You know, you don't have to go to the gym to stay active is what I'm trying to say. You can be active in anything you do, um, any time of the day. Now, on to another one of the next few points um, of your mental health and your wellness is managing stress. Okay, queens. Now, managing stress is not as hard as you think it is for some reason. However, while managing stress um, comes natural to others, it it's often um, a heavier toll on on others. You know. So some people are good at managing their stress and other people get bottled down and weighed down with being overly stressed. And for that, I will say, try talking to a friend face-to-face. -face. Try some meditation or mindfulness exercises. Um, my thing is, when I'm feeling overly stressed, um, I do go to a quiet space. And I turn everything off. That's what I use my phone, my laptop. Um, I sign out of all my social media accounts. And what I do is I light candles. I light incense. I burn sage. And I'm big on aromatherapy. Like I have a heightened smell. Like I, my my senses, my my sense of smell is heightened. So what I do is while I'm lighting these things, I'm collecting myself and centering myself and bringing myself to the current. And I just sit still and I relax and I allow myself to think about what is stressing me. What, how can I eliminate the stress? How can I remove the stress from me? And I just breathe. I take several deep breaths and I do this for about 30 minutes. Quietness for 30 minutes. You don't have to lock yourself in the bathroom, in the closet. Um, and you know, you don't, this helps you. I want to say this helps me from lashing out on people. Like I totally just say, you know what? I am in a bad headspace right now. And 
So I'm going to go get center and I'm going to go speak some positive, some, some positivity over me and over my life so I can bring myself back to the present. And I do that with my candles, with my incense, with the, you know, burning my sage. And not only am I burning my sage, but I'm also having my fusions, diffusers going, you know, little oil diffusers and my burning oils. Now, all these things are creating a scent. Uh, the, the smells combined, there's lavender, there's peppermint, and there's eucalyptus. Those things for me help me stay current and present. So I try to do that at least twice a week when I'm feeling like I had a rough day at the nine to five. I definitely do come home and get in the middle of the living area, fold my legs or lay flat on my yoga mat burning everything and I'm getting still and centered and quiet and pulling myself back to my current place and being present. Okay, prayer work. Speak. Speak aloud. Allow yourself to hear the words that you are feeling. Say it out loud. Pray to God. Speak it into the universe. However you identify your higher power, speak to them. Talk to them. Receive your message. These are things that we don't often do. We just keep everything in. No, no, no. Let it out. Let it out. I've said this twice already. Go outside. Get some fresh air. Isolation. We stress when we're stressed, overworked, over overwhelmed. We, we isolate, but we isolate inside. Go outside. Get air. Fresh air. Go, go, go. Um, take a walk in the park, go by the water, sit by the water. If you have a lake or a pond near, I know I live in a city. Um, I don't have one near me now, but when I was growing up in Katona Park, I did have a lake. I'm not even sure if it's still there. I haven't been in that park in quite some time, but I did have a lake that I was fond of walking to, um, with my two best friends, my childhood friends. We would sit there and we would talk about all our young life stresses um and so yeah that just brings me back that took me back a while um but even even better to manage your stress dedicate a day to you no husband no boyfriend no no kids no responsibilities pack your stuff up and go have a day for you whether that is you just going to spend some time in a, a, a hotel for a night. It's about you. Dedicate a day to you. You don't have to spend tons of money. You can plan it out over time. Just once every, once in a while, have a day that's dedicated to you. Go get your hair done. Go get your nails done. Go get your feet done. People don't think about how much self-care and how much stress Relieving, getting your nails and your hair done, and being amongst other women that are pampering themselves. Go get a massage. Go get a facial. Go get waxed. That's my ultimate self-care therapy right there. Getting waxed allows me to release myself. So if any of you guys, I just recommend you have a dedicated day for yourself. Do it every now and then. Make yourself feel beautiful. Go get your eyelashes done. Go get your makeup done. Go get your makeup done. Don't do your makeup yourself. Go have your makeup done by a professional. 
Yes, go get your eyelashes done by a professional. Don't put your eyelashes on in the mirror. Go get it done by a professional. Just take one day and dedicate it to making yourself feel beautiful, making yourself feel appreciated, making yourself feel loved, making you, just reminding yourself that you are enough. Remember, guys, this is a woman empowerment um, podcast, so I'm going to talk about all things women and how to make you feel better because that's what I do. So I'm going to throw it in there for us, queens. That's what I do. Um, Yes. Journaling is also, so I'm going to jump into journaling because journaling has saved my life. I, I'm i going to say that again. Journaling has saved my life. Journaling is also a great way to reduce stress. And a lot of people don't understand how valuable journaling is. It reduces your stress. It reduces anxiety. It decreases depression symptoms and manic symptoms. Not only that, but we don't always, as women, want to talk to somebody else, especially if we feel like they're not understanding us or we can't trust them. We're guarded. And we, I don't want to talk to you. I don't even know who you are. So sometimes we're, you know, people recommend, oh, you should go see a therapist. Maybe you should go and see a therapist if you're, if you're experiencing something that can't be, you know, handled, you know, quickly. But also... Do some self-reflecting. Try self-reflecting. I have a self-reflection journal that I put out about a month or so ago called the Let Me Fix My Crown Self-Reflection Journal. It's currently now on Amazon.com, and it's available to you guys. You can go check it out. But when I was creating my journal, I was writing down all the things that I was scared to say to a, a mental health professional. Now, sidebar, I am a mental health clinician, but as a clinician, I don't always want to go talk to another clinician, but I will speak to myself. I will, you know, converse with myself sometimes to help me through what I need to get through. I use voice memoing to journal, and I also use um, writing to journal. And both of these forms, both of these methods work tremendously well with me. And don't let nobody make you feel like, oh, you're a weirdo because you're writing your thoughts down and you're 25 plus. No, you're not a weirdo. Because if you don't write these things down or you don't get them out, they're going to manifest in other ways. Trust and believe that. If you don't talk about your regrets, if you don't talk about your struggles, if you don't talk about your addiction, it's going to come out in other ways. Look at your relationship. It doesn't have to be an intimate relationship. Look at your relationship. These things come out in many, many forms. Okay, I digress. Journaling is a very important part of managing your stress. You should definitely try it. Take time to yourself. Allow yourself to release the stress from yesterday so that you can move forward today. That is the third key point. The fourth key point is a little bit more simpler, okay? It's healthy diet. Eat right, eat right so you can stay tight. All right, I was just, that's a little jingle. I'm sorry, guys, but have you ever heard of what you eat, you become? This holds a lot of truth, and I'm going to be honest with you. I love fried foods. I love foods. I'm a foodie. I love everything. I love Caribbean food. I love Indian food. I love 
um, Thai food. I love Spanish food, which is also Caribbean food. Um, I love Southern food, soul food. You name it, I love it. And I love fried chicken. Yes, I do. I love me some fried chicken. And, um, but guess what? It's making me gain the pounds. And as a woman, you guys know what I'm talking about. We gain weight in the darndest places. Like we can get, we can be tight and right in every other section. But that midsection is my struggle. That is my struggle, child. So, you know, here's some things to just remind you. Now, today I had a large caramel latte with almond milk. However, try to avoid caffeine, try to avoid alcohol. And I'm not saying you can't have a glass of wine every now and then. I'm saying don't go down a bottle of Hennessy or Patron on the weekend. Um, fried foods, like I said, I love me some fried chicken, but I do know that I should decrease my intake of all fried foods. Sugary snacks. I can honestly say that I don't eat too many sugary snacks. I have eliminated soda from my diet because um, I had like a pre-diabetic scare um, a while back. And that really put it into perspective for me how I need to take my health a little bit more seriously. My mother is diabetic. My grandmother was diabetic. My dad has hypertension. My mom has hypertension. So these things are genetic. And they're already encoded in me. So I have to be very careful as to what I eat. Because it is very easily for me to develop these diseases um, now. Not later down the line. They come now. All right. Not only are these things bad for you, but they make you feel sluggish. You get bloated. And you're packing on the pound. So your thighs is jiggling. You're getting cellulite. You got a fupa. And you got the turkey neck arm things going on when you wave. I wish you guys could see me waving. Who wants that? Nobody wants that. And I'm working on, you know, improving my, what do you call these? Turkey arms? I don't even know. I'm not even going to say any more about that. But instead of, you know, um, those choices, how about you pick a healthier choice? Mood boosters like fruit. I love fruit. I love grapes. I love um, um Watermelon, mangoes, I love plums, um, apples, um, I like tangerines. Try some of those things. Beans are good. You know, incorporate beans into your salads. Also, nuts, um, dried cranberries are good snacks. Leafy greens, kale, collards, mustards, those are great. Those are very high in iron. Try them. I'm a collard type of woman. Um, avocados. I use avocados for everything. I use avocados for my face mask. I use avocados for my hair mask. I use avocados for my chicken sandwich. I use avocado for everything. Avocado is like God's gift to women. Um, I am fat, but it's good for moderation. And also fish. Fatty fish is high in omega-3. Um, and last but not least, last but not least, the last thing that I want to talk to you about is sleep. Queen G over here loves her sleep. And if you wake me up, you might get a not a not so nice queen. Okay? Now, 
when you get the rest that you need, you are overall a better person throughout the day. Um, you have a more productive day. You have more energy. You're more bright. You're smiling more. Your skin is glowing. Everything is working out. But those days that you don't get that sleep that you were supposed to get, guess what? You're looking a hot mess and you're acting a hot mess as well. So what my suggestion to you is try to get at least six to eight hours of sleep at night. And I know that might be hard for some people. We have, you know, other responsibilities like we have young children, we have a husband, we have household chores to do. But we can organize those things and prioritize those things into a way where we are able to get in a bed at a set time every night. So try um, setting a bedtime and a wake-up time that you can commit to, whether it's 8 p.m. to 5 a.m., 9 p.m. to 6 a.m., or 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. Just make sure it fits your lifestyle. This is this will help you become more organized um, for the following day. Um, what I like to do, like I said before, is I like to eliminate stimuli. I like to cut the TV off. I live in a studio apartment, and I cut my TV off all the time. Why? Because it's only me. Um, so I do cut the TV off. I cut my phone off. Fun fact, my phone, um, I have an iPhone, and it's so neat that it has in the clock section um, the bedtime, and I scheduled it for my, my bedtime is 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. Every night at 9 p.m., it goes on Do Not Disturb. So my phone will not ring until 5 a.m. I will not get any email alerts, any IG alerts, any Facebook alerts. Nobody is allowed to get to me until 5 a.m. the next morning. However, if you are on my favorites list, you have access to contacting me. If you don't have my home phone number, oh, well, then you just have to talk to me um, on the next, on the following day at reasonable hours because don't call me at 6 a.m. But um, my family members are on my favorite list. Um, so my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother are all on my favorite list and they have access to me 24-7, seven days a week. Other people do not. And I do that because I'm creating healthy boundaries, right? You always want to, you know, bring it back to having healthy boundaries. And we can dive into that in a later episode. Um, so I cut everything off. I take a hot shower. That relaxes my muscles. You know, it gets me, I'm clean. I washed off the day's work. And now I'm going to go and close all the windows, turn the air on, and prepare my body for sleep. Now, what I like to do is I like to pop in my headphones and turn on my YouTube channel and um, listen to my meditation music. Now, there's some that are um, some playlists that to sleeping, relaxation, um, meditating, prayer, affirmations. But I usually, for the purpose of sleep, um, it's, a, a, it's a softer, soothing, more uh, sound. And that's the one I use to help relax my mind and prepare for sleep at night. And that helps me throughout the day. 
um, not only is that, but um, I am so sorry. This is my first time downloading and recording on this app. Um, and so I know that I next time I will definitely force that. Okay, guys. So um, now that you know all my tips and tricks, I hope that you incorporate something. But lastly, before I head out, um, this is one last thing I want to tell you about, you know, improving the quality of your sleep at night. Um, invest in some blackout curtains. I believe that's what they call. Now, my friend had told me about it when I was working um, on the overnight shift a while, a couple of years back, and I was struggling with my sleep because I couldn't never fall asleep in the morning. It was just not real to like sleep in the daytime. I would be up like a zombie and then going to work and being up some more from 11 to 7 and then up from, I would wake up like 1 o'clock and just be walking around. It was terrible. It was such a bad, bad thing. But um, I invested in some black curtains and that helped also, you know, create in that bedtime routine, which was a morning time bedtime routine. Um, I switched it around and then I also found that having a cool room helps you like have a fan blowing that also that, that sound helps soothe you, um, at night as well. And, 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 and it has to be quiet. So cut the TV or cut it off and don't have any electronics by your bed. Because what I found is that having my phone so close to my bed is easy for me to wake up and look at one thing and then. Before you know it, you're looking at down at your screen and you're scrolling, you're scrolling, you're scrolling. It could be like four in the morning. And guess what? You're up scrolling through Instagram. You're checking your posts, you're checking your emails, and you're checking your notifications on Facebook. Don't do it. Take your phone, put it in the kitchen, put it somewhere away from your bed. Okay? So, Queens, oh my God, let's recap. <laughs> so... The topic of discussion today was your mental health and wellness and why it's important and five key points to help keep you on track to improving your mental health and wellness. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please comment, share if you loved it. Um, give me some thumbs up. Recommend it to somebody. How you do it is how you do it. I will love you forever and a day. Um, but until next time, you know, I'm going to close how I always close. Let's just stop. I'm going to close how I always close. But you can um, stay tuned for another episode I will be releasing next Wednesday. So I originally was going to release every Monday. I have changed that to every Wednesday. So you can look forward to um a new episode, a new podcast episode every Wednesday morning. Okay, guys. Um, and if nobody has told you yet today, please allow me to say this to you. You are beautiful. You are loved. You are appreciated. And you are nothing. Don't let that go of your head. Stay blessed and keep tuning. Until next time. I love you mucho, mucho. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye now.